It's that time of the week. It's hit the target podcast time, your favorite time, your favorite hour. My name is Ubane Lepigua. Greetings to all the listeners at home. You know what we always do on hit the target podcast. We give you the scoop. We give you the news. We give you the previews, the reviews, everything. It's all exciting times. With me this week, of course, JJ, former Mamelody Sundowns defender. JJ, welcome back to hit the target podcast. Thanks uh, for the invite and uh, thanks uh, for being here. Uh, I always enjoy being here. Yeah, this is your first time, JJ, since the Melody Sundowns uh, has won the treble. So, yeah, I mean, as a former Sundowns player, congratulations to you too. I mean, you're part of the team. You're part of the foundation that built this, you know, um, it's it's always, I mean, we've seen a lot of former players coming out and applauding their team whenever a team does well. And when a team doesn't do well, they always say, hey, we've worked hard for this badge to to give it the respect that it's needed. So, yeah, again, congratulations. And what's your take on Mamelodi Sundowns? No, thanks a lot. But uh, I, I, I believe that uh, it's it all about uh, a lot of hard work yeah. that is being done behind the scenes with everyone that is involved at Mamelodi Sundowns, technical team, uh, staff. And uh, other than that, I think Uguti, uh, as well, the players, because uh, whatever that you are doing, you expect the players to display a very, a very good uh, kind of football and be able to win the game. So I believe they've done that, and uh, I, I believe that they will continue to do it as well. Yeah, they'll continue to do it, certainly. On my right, of course, um, last week one of the listeners asked if are you related to Ukuzani, Izzy, do you listen to him or anything like that? Welcome to Hit the Target Podcast. How are you? Thank you, man. No relation whatsoever. <laughs> yes, just the same term. Um, Sugoku. <laughs> King Kub, of course, as you said, he just confirmed that it is not related to Kuzani, but it's just in the same surname. JJ, I mean, um, there's a lot to talk about this week. We saw Kaiser Chiefs releasing a couple of players. You know, some were shocking, some, um, everyone agreed that, okay, um, it's, it's deserved, you know. And yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to talk about. Tibafana Bafana again, they're in action this week. We will dive deep into that as well. I want us to start on. Um, the case of Chiefs matter before we go to um, I Bafana Bafana. I mean, this is breaking news. It's a clear uh, a clear cut. About nine people have been released now, which includes uh, Mo goalkeeper coach Uli Baxter. Let me start with the Lee Baxter one. Do you think maybe it's because they had sacked um, O Stuart Baxter, which is his father? Maybe they didn't want somebody that will work and sabotage others one they just wanted a new fresh or do you think maybe it's because of that whole situation with Unjabulu Ngobo or was he simply not good enough? Why do you think he chiefs um sect to Uli Pext? I think uh Uli Pext was not wrong in terms of trying to talk to Ungobo. Yeah. You know, anyone can do that and uh the way Ngoboy reacted, and uh, I I highly understand, you know, sometimes you tend to be in that situation as a player, you know. Mm. You tend to sit on the bench for a long, long time, and whenever you get a chance, you try your best, but uh, it wasn't to be. And the moment they try to save you in terms of taking you out, uh, they try to protect you, actually. And uh, the way he reacted was absolutely unprofessional for mm-hmm. me, uh, uh but I think that, uh, okay, Uli Baxter, yeah, for me, 
the case achieved to release him, I think is good. Uh, the reason being, I believe that uh, maybe Abanda um, Bafana no Kune because he's been there for a very yeah, long time yeah, and yeah. Uh, obviously he never uh, played any game for Kaiser Chiefs. I believe for me it's uh, it's time for him to retire and uh, being able to be a goalkeeper coach now. And I believe that uh, the goalkeepers, they will be able to do well because we know what uh, he used to do for Bafana Bafana and uh, Kaiser Chiefs as well. And for him to be very loyal with with Kaiser Chiefs, Chiefs, I believe that yeah. they will give him that position to be a goalkeeper coach. And they brought uh, legend, club legend, Obrimatibi towards um, the end of last season. Was that a sign that something is not right? Because I mean, they were not um, really clear on 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 what his role will be. They just saying he's coming to work with the first team and he's coming to work with the MTC. So when they brought Obrima Tibel towards the end of last season, I'm going to bring you in on this one, Mzeb. Do you think there was a sign that, okay, uh, we, we're going to get rid of Lee Baxter? Um, <clears throat> honestly, Lee Baxter for me um, should have left when Baxter was was leaving. Was leaving, you know, when he was let go. Um, he's been there for a while. I'm not saying he's done badly. Yeah. Um, at Kaiser Chiefs, the goalkeepers are always doing good. Um, they've been consistent in that regard, that, and that's yeah. why um, both their keepers, um, Opus Vuma and Peterson, were were included in the pre- preliminary squad at least yeah. for the Bafana Bafana um, f- um, collapse collapse in in, in, in in this recent collapse. So honestly, um, if if Kune is to be given a chance. Um, to coach, I, I, I'd see it as a continuous um, movement, yeah. you know, um, from from the board of Kaiser Chiefs who allow him to stay at least, maybe not with the first team. Maybe we could look at that Disky team or or some of the even the first team. I mean, he's got all the experiences. Played FIFA World Cup, he's played one PSL, he's played yeah. CAF Champions yeah. League. You know, he's played everywhere. Yeah, basically. he's he's definitely got the experience yeah. to, to take up that role and he's worked with top keepers too. Yeah, and it will also be with with this new um thing of of keeping like the technical team local yeah, yeah, yeah. um and he's a player that is like very um tight with the current crop of goalkeepers at Kaiser Chiefs so mm. it'll be interesting to see him if he's indeed given that role yeah i also think i mean Ukune, a, a lot of people were saying hi but he can't be goalkeeper coach he's still young uh, we've seen it i mean look at amazulu for example munib josephs who went straight um, into goalkeeper coaching from retirement. You look, you look at Rowan Fernandez again. The same thing, straight after being a goalkeeper into um, goalkeeper co- uh, coaching. You know, uh, and a goalkeeper like Kune, I mean, he's got so many years under his belt, so many trophies. He's done very well. This is somebody who's worked with top goalkeepers and top goalkeeper coaches, you know. So you can definitely train um, young and upcoming goalkeepers. I think it, it would make sense if he gets a chance, even if it's a Tiski team, like Umgrebo said, and later Oprima Tiba take over um, the first team, you know. And Oprima Tiba, too, is experienced. I mean, he worked at uh, Black Leopards as a goalkeeper coach, mm-hmm. and we saw Bo Kingler over there, and he worked at, as a goalkeeper coach at Swallows. And we saw Virgil Freeze last season. I mean, he was definitely one of the best um, goalkeepers. So, yeah, I think um, it's, it's it's a good one. And I want I want us to discuss this one, um, which is an interesting one. Um, Leonardo Castro, you know, it's a player who's been in a way, sabotaged by injuries. You know, whenever he comes in, he gives you um, some good performances. But ever since he's joined Kaiser Chiefs, he has never ever finished a season without at least 
not getting an injury that's going to keep him out for for five for five months or so. Do you think that was the reason JJ Daru Castro maybe was released by Ukeza Chiefs because he's certainly a good player, but injuries, injuries, injuries. He just cannot keep fit. Obviously, I I believe Chiefs uh, they did justice to the supporters. I think Leonardo Castro, um, yeah, he was supposed to leave Ukeza Chiefs. Uh, the reason being, uh, I mean, you sign a player that uh, is earning dollars because you know those players who come from outside, Abroad, uh, yeah. yeah. So they 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 earn dollars, and two, then you take to you tend to look at his age. I think he's 33, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many games he played this season? I think 12. He started seven. So um, you look at the goals. You only find out that uh, the top goal scorers achieves uh, it was Kigen Dole with eight, and uh, Kama Piliat with seven. So it gives you um, a lot of questions than answers in terms of Uguti. Uh, we signed this player; is earning this much, and all of a sudden is not giving back to the team. Mm. So for me, I I, I think that it was a, a very good decision that they took uh, to release him. Yeah, Mgaba, we won't even talk about Ukambole. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that there was a justifiable um, release. I mean, two goals in 46 appearances, you know. Um, that's terrible in everyone's language. But I want us to talk about Samir Nukovic. Started like a house on fire in his first season, going for the golden boot. And then after that, he got injured, you know. Last season, he came back very late, you know, to uh, during the towards the second half of the season, if not during the second half of the season, and again this campaign has been getting injured. Last season, when he did play, he carried Chiefs, you know, in the CAF um, Champions League. When he came back, started scoring, scored in the semi-finals, scored in the quarterfinals. Do you think it's a good thing that they released him now? Perhaps maybe they could have given him a chance to play with about to Priest and about Doli, and maybe try get his fitness back. Do you think it was a good move to release him? Um, I'm I'm honestly torn in between with the with the announcement Samir, by mm. Chiefs yes that they're letting go of Samir Nukovic, uh, mainly because as much as maybe at the beginning or in mid season somewhere if you asked me that same question I would have said no they need to let him go yeah um, but there were times where I saw glimpses of the old Nukovic when when Zane was allowed to take over the team yeah especially in the last couple of games I was Against seeing Sundowns, he got a couple of yes, chances he, he yeah. got a couple of chances and he could have scored honestly he could have yeah. scored one or two, one one of those chances and having seen that for me, I would have been like, hey, you know what? There's still something there. Maybe if we give him an, a, a preseason, because he had a big injury. Yeah. Um, he had a big injury. So maybe if he was given a preseason with these guys playing under Atazwane and Dylan Shepard, maybe we would have seen an imp- a, a, a much better improvement. Because uh, we, I think we can all see clearly that Kaiser Chiefs are, are going for a more type of direct football, you know, smart players, fast yeah. players on yeah. the wings. Um, they want to match sundowns in that regard. But you still need a poacher. You still need a number nine. And that's why sometimes have Pizza Shaludile and Safranco because they understand that you can have all these players that, that are trickery, that have pace, but you need a finisher on the box sometimes that is just going to tuck, tuck away those, those, those simple chances that, that lose ball on the box, which is what Pizza Shaludile is actually really good at. So uh, for me, 
I'm really 50 50 about it because I also understand why Zwane is letting go players like him, Nukovic, and Castro Kostro. because they, they haven't worked in the last two, three seasons. You know, True. it hasn't really worked for them. Um, so they are trying something new. They are trying to go for strikers that are local, local strikers for one. Um, number two, that are quick, um, yeah. that can play the ball with the midfield as well, you know, um, that can probably interchange positions yeah. in the front three as well, which is something we, you couldn't get from, from Nukovic. Nukovic. I mean, you, Baxter tried play, playing him on the, on, the, on the left forward role and it didn't really quite work. Yeah. Um, as much as though he tried to explain his decisions why he was playing him on the left forward, but it, it, didn't it, make sense. It, it didn't make sense and it wasn't working. And another weird thing for me is Kaiser Chiefs could have sold Nukovic and made make good money, good profits because he was wanted by teams like Al Ali um, after his first season at Kaiser Chiefs, and they could have let him go and made a good I think profit. It was more of, of, um, of a transfer ban there, you know. Um, speaking about Al Ali and and, and Dunukovic, um, you know, on Monday I watched um, the the CAF Champions League final between Al Ali and Wade at Casablanca, and what I saw was Wade at Casablanca overloading. Um, the midfield, Al Ali, and allowing them to play the balls more on the side, which then meant Al Ali must play um, long balls into the box. To the box, yeah. But they weren't working because they've got your short strikers, you know, like the short forwards, Abu Pesitao, even when the sheriff came on, it was a short, so it, it was easily dealt with, you know. So now you've made a very good point, and, and it's interesting to me, okay, Chiefs want to play that smart football penetrating through the middle, but what, what then happens when you play against a smart team that will overload the middle channels, you know, that will force you to go wide and play those long balls. Are you going to play those long balls to a Dupree? Are you going to play those long balls targeting Utoli? Are you going to play those long balls targeting Upiliat? You know, mm, mm, they, you, mm. you, you need, you, they still need somebody like a, a big striker, like a Nukovic in games like that, where they throw balls up front. Yeah. And then as I'm challenge And I think with what you're saying, man, that's why today, I think today or yesterday, they've been linked with evidence Mahopa. The apparently mm, Chiefs is mm. also trying to hijack that Orlando Pirates deal sure. with evidence Mahopa. So so they are trying probably are they are looking locally for a guy that's gonna be a number nine who's gonna be play able to play the, the that, that type of football for them. But the, it will be interesting to see who, who would be that. Yeah, player. I mean if 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 I'll make reference again to the Al Ali game because they didn't have that big striker. Like um, my my point I'm trying to put make here, JJ, is that you do need a big striker. Mm. You know, mm. even if it's not your starter, because Al Ali, even if I could have added seventy more minutes on that final, mm. because the midfield was packed, mm. waited Casiplanki be well in the mm. middle of the park. Mm. Al Ali was forced to go wide. Mm. They whipping the crosses. All their forwards are short, short. Mm. and the Chiefs might have the same problem next season. Now that they've released all their big um, strikers, they've released Ukambole deservedly. So they've released Ukastro, they've released Usamir Nukovic. So do you think they need a big striker? For me, I believe uh, it was uh, not right to release Nukovic. Uh, he had injuries, which we highly understand, and he came back, but. Uh, uh, most of all, I believe Stuart Baxter, um, he, he, he did something wrong with uh, Unukovic, where he played him as a winger, which it I, was, uh, I was like, uh, well, what is happening now? Because um, with the kind of football that he plays, who Stuart Baxter, he played direct. And how, how come you put somebody who's shorter when you play direct? And uh, I think uh, who... 
Unokovic with Abu Kamapiliat, with Abu Kikentoli, with maybe to pray because you need players to complement each other. You know, if the other one is tall, obviously when it comes to I'm a long ball or I'm a crosses is there. But yeah. the other one always run into those spaces because obviously whenever you're tall, you can't run quicker. Yeah. Which simply means you need someone who will be able to complement you uh, next to you. I think if I can take you back, you still remember the season of uh, Collins Mbesuma playing yeah. with uh, Umvula Hatebe. Vladimir was doing all the dirty work uh, making the runs and the, the defenders they tend to exactly the, the defenders they tend to focus on Vladimir and Umbesu may always get to those spaces to score the goals i believe maybe they were supposed to keep him yeah 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 um speaking about uh, releasing jj i mean we saw um o, o, o daniel Cardoso, one of the defenders um that was released you know and i said um, earlier on to to the people who were like yeah release uh, rama also release umatoho release ukatoza say guys you don't want to find yourself in a situation where ungezana is injured next season Uquinta maybe Uquinta Quinta is not having his best of time what shall we form you know or he's suspended and then you now have Vutube and an MTC player Plambuzi mm. Sundowns so you don't want to release all your key defenders so I think the Chiefs have went that route also where they didn't release many players at the back it's only Katoso so far we don't know Do you think it was it was he like the right person to be the sacrificial lamb could it could it could it have been Urama or Matoho or Shanti or whoever do you think um who sacrificing Ukatoso was a good decision It's very difficult but yeah, I I think Ukatoso is he has done well for Ikeza Chiefs because at any given stage whenever you you get a penalty you know who's going to take yeah. it he take a responsibility and uh, he's got an experience but uh, on the day uh, i mean whenever they release him it was so unfortunate for him but uh, um i'm 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 a bit happy that uh, they are not releasing so far a lot of uh, defenders because uh Utube, you know is still uh, i mean still finding his feet yeah, at Kaiser Chiefs and uh obviously whenever he, he, uh, they give him a chance uh you really need to gel with the team so i i think that uh, some of the players they need to keep him or oh, ram has got an experience as much as he's not playing too many games but whenever you give him a chance you can you, you can see maybe the experience that you put around the team yeah, yeah I, i i agree with you the um jj okay, but we saw like we spoke about the game kf champions league final Where did Casablanca were running amok against Real Ali? They were all over them. That mm. showed how mm. good the Moroccans were. Surprisingly, only one player, um, it's the left back, he was called up to play in the Moroccan team. And we will face I- I Morocco um, as Ibafana Bafana this weekend in the um, FCON qualifiers. Obviously, Zimbabwe is, is, has been withdrawn, which means the group here to Ilashile. There's only three teams in our group. Two mm. teams have to qualify. It's Morocco, South Africa, and Liberia. Mm. Do you think uh we, we we will qualify now that it's three teams and two teams um go through? I think if we get a a point away at Morocco we have a good chance of qualifying. Um with with Bafana Bafana you you can never say this is done. I've I've it's taken even in a group with <laughs> yeah. three teams where yes. two qualify yes. we can never be confident yes. even though there's Liberia in, that's, in the that's group. That's that's how bad 
it has been for <laughs> us as my father, my father. You, I love your honesty. You, you don't, you, you don't trust anything. The Liberia might might actually come come and surprise us all and play some really. Liberia. You, you never know. You never know. You know. Um, the story of Ethiopia. Yeah, <laughs> all those things. So a lot has happened when it comes to Bafana. Seychelles. Yeah. A lot has happened when it comes to Bafana, Bafana. Even when they they look like they've qualified, they just somehow we all get our calculations that no way Bafana is not going to qualify qualify from this position, yeah. and they still don't qualify. So, and that's what happened in the Marilasile last group qualifier. Ilasile, uh, I'm not going to deny that, but when it comes to Bafana, my faith is never on 100. There is always room for disappointment. Uh, I'll leave that room. Especially because we all know Morocco has the potential uh, to beat us um, in Morocco and here in, in, at home um, with the type of players they have. I mean, yeah. you just mentioned now that most, like 99% of their squad, if not 99.9% of their squad, European. is European based. Yeah. And we, we know the type of quality football they'll be playing against Bafana Bafana and that's why Hugo Bruce has gone for the type of players he has gone for and he's fighting he's fighting with everyone right now because he's 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 trying to instill a new mentality he's trying to make the team he's trying he's trying to take a control and he's trying to also get the team to play the way he wants it to play mm. to get him the results and that's why he has sort of gone for more um, to, he has increased the number of Europe-based players that is called to his squad. Um, he's looking for more quality, you know, in 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 the players that he calls up to Bafana. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, never have a hundred percent faith on Bafana. <laughs> JJ, I know um, we in Morocco have got all your Hakimis, all your your top players that play for your big teams, your PSGs, your what 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 what. But I'm a person that believes in hoodoo in football it works you know it's not a team that has given us problems in in in, in the past you know like you know um it's not like a team like egypt where even our teams like egypt you know maybe a national team the only time i've seen us beat egypt in an official game in lodge mm. you know in 2019 but they're a team that always run amok against us however in morocco from looking at the teams like we saw pirates now going on penalties with the rs mm. so what i'm trying to say is whenever south africans play against moroccans we somehow always find a way to match them do you think we can match this moroccan team as ibafana bafana come this weekend or in the qualifiers? I think we could. Uh, since we have a coach uh, that comes from overseas, obviously, he really understands because if you look at uh, in Morocco, they play more of European uh, style, yeah. which uh, simply means uh, a coach, he really understands in terms of maybe those European teams, how do they play? And uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm a bit worried if, uh, I mean, if you look at the central midfielders, because there you have Tabang Pete, you have Spepelos Tole, those two players, they are playing in, 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 in um, uh, they are playing in Portugal for Pelenenses. Mm. And you look at their record, uh, because their team got relegated and uh, they played so many games in the middle of the park. And uh, you're just wondering, hey, what is going to happen? Because they play more of a two screeners in front of the uh, centre-backs. So, but yeah, we, we, we do believe that uh, maybe they will be able to try and protect 
the two center backs because if you look at the uh, their team's record uh, out of 34 games they considered 55 and they scored 33 so that's a very bad record yeah it simply means that the two screeners they were not protecting the the uh, especially the two center backs Uh, which I believe it was was Pepelos Tolle because he played 26 games and Upete played 25 games. Maybe Huko Prosi saw something different uh, from them. So we can only hope that uh, they will be able to gel, uh, to gel with the team and be able to give us good results. But what I foresee is that um, I don't see us losing in Morocco. Sure, that's, that's a big one, JJ. Yeah, no. Uh, we, we 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 could come back with that draw but yeah i don't see us uh, losing there now that we are here jj you've almost given your prediction you might as well just go ahead and give us your score prediction uh, for this game no um i think that uh, as much as it won't be a very very easy game very tactically obviously you 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 tend to see how bafana bafana plays they play a meekly block to a low block medium block to a low block which gives us an opportunity to um uh, to go on transition from defense to attack which i believe would we won't be able to have a lot of chances uh, clear cut chances but it's a draw or bafana bafana mm, mm, bafana bafana win or draw says jj mkebo do you perhaps share the same sentiment or do you think morocco will send us to the cleaners I don't think Morocco will send us to the cleaners either. I think if they, I think if they do pieces it will be like a, a low scoring like a 1-0 yeah. um or a 2-1. Um but I do also favor a draw for Bafana Bafana away. Yeah. I think they will be focused on getting something in this game. They will mm. set up to get something from the game. Mm. Um and our players fine uh, I did say leave some room for disappointment but yeah. I think I think there's a good feeling about Bafana Bafana especially this Bafana yes this yeah. Bafana there's a good feeling there's a good positive vibe about it there's you know um there's a potential about about this this yeah. squad you know um but we we'll, we will see we'll see i, yeah. I still think it what's draw. what's your score prediction uh 1-1 yeah look i mean um also like in, in the same wagon as as JJ and, and Dium Gabo you know because um if you'd asked me this like at the beginning of last year or something like that like Bafana Bafana Afcon qualify against Morocco I would have said Bank Morocco uh, every day of the week you know but uh, Hugo process won me over I'm, I'm not going to lie yeah. uh, me Bafana Bafana yeah, has been very very um, competitive I know mm. people has com- have, have been complaining about snubbing this one this one that one um put a line uh, in the game against France you know that's France the world champions mm. in their backyard mm. against our Bafana which was a game I think we needed so mm. yeah now it's crunch time we're facing Morocco side that uh, hasn't given us so much troubles in the past you know we we we've matched them here and there so I think maybe we can get a draw and you know and when I'm looking at players like Uloch at the moment playing his best football is buzzing mm. you know firing in all cylinders you know mm. so i'm just banking on him to to score an upset and an upset in morocco but yeah um I, i'm not going to spoil the party and say banka morocco anything like that i think mm. this bafana bafana team have done well so yeah gentlemen um thank you so much man i think we all share the same uh, work on which is positive spirit for you bafana bafana and good luck to the boys jj what's your last message on on, the, on bafana bafana Um I will start with Kaiser Chiefs and uh, say um I see a very good season for mm-hmm. them uh, under Watazwane and 
for Ikeza Chiefs to trust him. Uh, he's been there, I think, for about 22 years. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of investment, and yeah, I hope that whatever that he will be doing at Kaiser Chiefs uh, is going there to turn the fortune of Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, to Bafana Bafana, I wish them all the best. I mean, uh, having uh, three teams, and uh, I believe that uh, maybe we'll be able to qualify. Yeah, definitely we'll qualify. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll, we'll, a team like Liberia for me. Yeah. I, th- I know <laughs> I know Bafana Bafana has been disappointing, yeah. but with all due respect, a team like Liberia, we should be beating home exactly. and away. You yeah. know? So if we get like six points um, in, in, in this group, surely we, we are through. Yeah. You know, so that's a win against LJ Liberia at home probably against Morocco at home. If we win both our home games, we will be through draw, uh, yeah. to, to FCON, you know, and we missed out on the last FCON. What's your last words? Um, <clears throat> Going to take a bit of a detour and wish, and wish Cape Town City all the best in their uh, Cape Champions League endeavors. <laughs> we yeah. know it can be a very difficult journey. Uh, I, I just think it would be nice to see that brand of football going all the way to Kev because of the yeah. way the, the club has been run. I think it's been one of the best run clubs. Um, I know they've fired a few coaches here and there yeah. to get where they are, but um, they've been consistent. They've been playing good football. Um, it will really be interesting to see another um, South African brand um, yeah. representing the flag in the Kev Champions League. So good luck to them and good luck to Bafana as well. Um, I, 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 I I found it refreshing the fact that Hugo Bruce actually called up four traditional central midfielders, only four mm. in the entire squad, which means he's, he's he clearly knows what he wants to do yes, when said. he goes to, to Morocco, you know. Um, so good luck to the boys, and yeah, see you next week. Yeah, I mean, uh, touching on Captain City, yeah, they'll they'll be back in the Kef, they'll be in the Kev Champions League for the first time. Um, so it's history. Yeah, we will cover that when it's closer to 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 the campaign. Yeah, and. We have to give the people who 200 rand now, you know, um, the question for this week is that, uh, do you think Bafana Bafana can go to Morocco and cause an upset? Or do you think this is an out-and-out banker Morocco all the way? Give us your reasons. Just tell us there's no wrong or, wrong, uh, or right answer. Whatever answer you, you say, and if you are able to back it in a way where we feel like, okay, this makes sense, you know, yeah, then we can credit your account with a 200 rand betting voucher courtesy of uh, more Hollywood bets. Remember, this is not um, a score predictions tournament. You know, we we we've we competition. We've had a lot of that where a person will say, "Ah, but I said one one, Gabu one one, and you didn't give me the uh, 200 rand betting voucher." It's it's not about predicting the score right. It's just about whatever message you say. Do you think Bafana Bafana can win? Do you think they can draw? And why do you think that will happen? So if you say one one draw because both teams play attacking football or because both teams are, are defensive, you know, then we can choose your your comment and we will credit you with the 200 betting voucher. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us um, on studio today. And um, yeah, we wish you come back again next time, JJ. Thanks. Okay. Sharp, sharp. Sharp, sharp. <laughs>